This is KGLP, Bernie Dodson, 91.7 Gallup Public Radio. Today we're talking with the director at Gallup's Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and we have participants, bigs and littles, who participate. Let's start with introductions. Hi, Bernie. Thanks for having us. This is Sarah Piano. I'm the Managing Regional Director for Big Brothers Big Sisters. I've worked for the program for almost 14 years now in the McKinley County and Window Rock area. And I have two amazing matches here with us, so I'm going to let our first match introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Cree. I'm from Gallup, New Mexico. I've been with Big Brothers and Big Sisters for, I'd say, over two years. Um, it's quite an adventure and it's really I'm just really glad to be a part of this um my name is Eric Rogers I'm also from Gallup New Mexico I've been uh, with Big Brothers and Big Sisters for over two years now and I also gotta say it's a amazing adventure okay so my name is Nicole Pablo I'm also from Gallup New Mexico um this is my first just finished my first year here with Big Brothers Big Sisters, and yeah. Hi, my name is Deanna Chapman. I've been with Big Brothers Big Sisters for two years, um, and yeah, good experience. <laughs> awesome. Nice to meet all of you, and happy holidays to everybody. Sarah, Big Brothers Big Sisters. What is it? Give definition to it and tell us what the organization does and so forth. Sure. So Big Brothers Big Sisters is a one-to-one youth mentoring program. It's actually a nationwide program. So many people out there listening may not know, but Big Brothers Big Sisters nationally has been around for over 100 years, and it's in 13 different countries. Big Brothers Big Sisters in McKinley County has been here for about 14 years, um, and our whole focus is to match kids or youth or teenagers, uh, like the awesome kids we have here today, with mentors that volunteer their time just um, to spend time with their little brother or little sister. They might do things like bike riding. They might go hiking, just hang out, have coffee. Um, I'm going to not spoil everything because I know some, some of the bigs and littles here are going to explain some of the activities they do together. Uh, how long has the organization existed in Gallup? Oh, so just and is it is it just Gallup, or is there one in Window Rock? Uh, so actually, I just mentioned that. We've been here for a little over 14 years, and um, it's actually in McKinley County, all over the county, and into the Window Rock, Fort Defiance, and St. Michael's region. What are some highlights that take place on a year-to-year basis. I mean, what, what, what are really some big deal moments that the bigs and littles experience as far as, you know? Well, I think it would be great to hear from, especially Cree and Nicole, since they're bigs on some highlights, but I'll just say briefly that I think seeing the bigs and littles together, we just had a huge holiday party um, last week and it's so great to see the kids and the mentors just hanging out spending time together that's the most rewarding thing to me um but i know some of the matches have had really cool experiences together and i know Cree has some awesome stories so i'm going to let him share a few things that have been highlights for their match yes um hanging out with eric has been actually has been really cool because um this is something i've never done before um 
it's it just like opened up a lot of opportunity for me to like I'm an outgoing person and all but I like it it brought me out of my shell even more um to even you know trying to learn about the younger someone that's younger than me and just to be the encourager and to be there for somebody um when we hang out we you know usually get I'll get a cup of coffee he'll get like a, a sprite with no ice and we'll go hiking um we've we've done some hiking we've done bowling um we've gone to the movies and just it's just all it's an all around a good hang uh hang out or whatever you want to call it um good moments good moments yes so it's just like um it was it's been it's been great what year did you become affiliated with big brothers and what persuaded you what what pushed you to say hey i really want to do this I believe it was in 2019. Um, I myself am a very busy person. Um, I have a full-time job. I uh, I play in four different bands. And um, you said four different bands. Yes, four different <laughs> bands. What are the names of those bands? Um, for, first band I played with is Doreen and Remedy, but she's doing more of the fashion stuff right now, so that's on hold. I play with a uh, uh, an acoustic group called uh, Los Brachos, um, and then I play with a uh, another group called Silver Country and I play sometimes I play worship when my in my church when I when I get the chance and then uh, the other group I play with is uh, oh shoot it's Twang Deluxe Twang yeah Twang right. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that's that, with your brother that is yes your brother correct. okay and then as, as far as that um, I was actually approached by Sarah um, We've been good friends for for over a uh, number of years, and she just uh, saw the I, I believe she saw the potential in me and said, you know, you know what, it would be cool to do this program. Um, and I just I was kind of hesitant at first because I knew that I didn't have the time that I needed to hopefully you know encourage somebody and and hopefully be there for somebody. Possible, you know, there's all these possibilities of what ifs. You know, I don't want to. I didn't want to like. Uh, not be there for my little you know i committed to this and then i'm not there for my little and in return it it was great i did find the time um through you know i believe that all of us are that we do have busy schedules um but if you just take the time and make the time um it's rewarding so it's been worthwhile for you and you would recommend this for others oh yeah other big other littles also most definitely because um I, looking back at my childhood, I, I, w- I really do wish I had this sort of uh, program. Um, I mean, if it wasn't around Gallup in the 80s, maybe I didn't know about it. But I feel like um, because, um, you know, I feel like I'm paying it forward because when I was a kid, I really always wanted that, that bigger brother to look up to. And it just came, it just feels like it's coming full circle right now because I, I get to be that person. And me being the youngest in in my family, it just it's really good to be a big brother. What what were your what was going through your head through your mind when you first met Cree, and you were becoming a part of the organization? Well, what were you thinking? Were you, you know, super happy? Just curious? What? I was curious to see how like, what kind of friendship this would be, how it start out, if it would end. Uh, how far it would go. That's what really was going through my mind. So, so far, 
state a couple of things that you've done that you liked and so forth. Well, we went hiking. Mm-hmm. Where? We went uh, hiking at the uh, Red Rock. Red Rock Park. Then uh, we went to the movie theaters a few times. We went bowling. Worked on my skills. What about your filmmaking? Yeah, we're doing a. We're gonna do a film soon. We're still uh, preparing for that. And, uh, What's the name of the film? Or can we reveal what the name of the film is? Exciting. I, it, it is exciting, but I, f- I don't want to give up any spoilers. So I can't <laughs> just, we'll, we'll just... Okay. We'll, we'll leave it unnamed. Oh. Nicole. What's the... What are we... The highlights? The highlights so far, and what year did you become a part of the organization... And we're persuaded you, you to become a part of the organization. Okay. So, I'm currently a senior at NAU, and I'm currently a nursing major. So, I came back, well, pandemic happened last year. So, we were all at home doing online courses. So, I came home last year. So, I've been with the program for about a year now. And my sister, Crystal, is... She works for Big Brother Big Sister, and she persuaded me. She's like, because I used to be a peer mentor at NAU, so I just thought it could carry over here at home. And she's the one who persuaded me to apply and to become a big. And and you've liked it so far. Yes, yes. I loved loving every minute of it. Yeah. Where, where did you initially hear about it? I mean, did you just hear about it? Growing, mm, growing up, or word of mouth at NAU, what? No. Or some, you, maybe you knew somebody that was already in it? Yeah, yeah. So my sister, she works for Big Brothers Big Sisters here in Gallup, and she's the one who told me about it and, yeah, persuaded me to apply and everything. What are some of the things that you've done so far with <laughs> um, your little we don't go hiking. A couple. <laughs> we don't go hiking. We stay inside. <laughs> um, we usually, honestly, we drive around, listen to music. That's our thing. We do go on drives and we eat. <laughs> we get food, movies. We've been to the movies a couple times. But that's that's us. We don't usually go outside. <laughs> we don't so, go outside as much. So it's been an enjoyable experience for you so far. Yeah, yeah. Most definitely. Your name is? My name is Deanna Chapman. How have you liked the experience so far? And how did you hear about Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and so forth? Um, actually, um, I've enjoyed being with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, but um, I found out through one of my caseworkers when I was in foster care, and she told me that it would help because I was like going through a lot. So she thought maybe if I got out more. So, and then it wasn't for like like a year till I got matched with Nicole. So. so it's been a enjoyable experience for you so far? Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Sarah. Yes. Has the coronavirus impacted what Big Brothers Big Sisters does? I mean, has it had any kind of impact with respect to interpersonal relationships or otherwise? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges with um, COVID has been that it was really challenging 
especially last year when we were at the height of COVID, um, with the bigs and the littles really getting to interact, we found that bigs and littles really wanted to see each other in person. That was the best way they had interaction. And so a lot of our bigs and littles would text or send postcards or talk on the phone. Um, but you know, it was difficult trying to get together in person during COVID. So we really encouraged all of our, our mentors and kids to at least talk on the phone, try to get on a Zoom, um, things like that. Um, the other thing that COVID affected was just the mentors that we were trying to recruit. I think it was hard for people to want to volunteer during COVID because they were nervous about the virus. The uncertainty and so forth. Right. The uncertainty. How did you remedy that? How did you deal with that? Did you put them on hold and say, hey, wait a few couple of months or so forth. How did you deal with people who wanted to be a part of it? You know, but you had the coronavirus and so forth. So we had a few. So uh, we had several people that wanted to be on it, but they wanted to wait till they could do more in person. So we always encourage people to schedule the interview and do the references of the background check because it takes a little bit of time before we get them matched anyway. So we encourage them to start the process now and then we can match you whenever you're ready. Yeah. So you said references and background checks and so forth. So somebody just can't walk in from the street and say, (laughs) hey, I want to do this. Yeah, it's it's it's, not. it's it's right. <laughs> you know, it's not not that, that easy. Kind of Buddy, a little. Yeah, right, Buddy, not that's that simple. how we found these guys right here. Right, just, yeah, right. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so down the street. <laughs> yeah, what does that entail? The references, background checks, and so forth. And how long does that take? And well, it, it has it gone more? Is it now more time because of the coronavirus, or is it just the same amount of time? But what what does what you just said entail. Okay, well, let me finish the first question because I feel like you just threw like 12 questions at me, Bernie. So, I mean, you're going to, I have too much ADHD to like answer the, all those questions in succinct answers. So, to answer the, the end of the first question, uh, we also had people doing hybrid. So, if, if people wanted to be a mentor during COVID and they couldn't see each other in person, then they could get together on a Zoom um, or, you know, try to do like a pen pal system until you know, the virus loosened up a little. So that was another alternative was doing everything virtually. So we did implement a virtual uh, mentoring program. Yeah, we had our, um, we had our first meet on Zoom. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. When was that, Nicole? Uh, September of last year. Yeah. And it was, (laughs) it was awkward because I had my (laughs) interview and everything. It was like over the phone and on Zoom. So we've never, yeah, we've never really gotten to see each other until like, December maybe so mm-hmm. it was we were all on Zoom for the first bit and yeah, yeah so it was is better in person yes was definitely better in person <laughs> yeah. okay yeah so that happened a lot that's, that's I totally forgot about yeah. that yeah that's a great point so fortunately you know people like Nicole and Vienna were willing to do that some people weren't and wanted to wait. Um, so we had a mixture. Um, and then, yes, we do require three references. We do a background check, which involves a felony, sexual assault, and uh, driver's uh, license and um, driver's background check, just to make sure. And then it's a national. And then we fingerprint as well. This is all paid for by the organization. So there's no cost to the mentor when they come in. Um, but we do require that as part of the safety of the program. Right. So, yeah. I think that did that answer the question. You you did. You okay. Did. <laughs> so the coronavirus, would you say, has caused a decrease in the amount of participants, or has it remained the same? Um, are people who you know want to be a part of it are they now hesitant? Yeah, I think it's kind of a weird mix because I think last year, especially or when Corona first started, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. 
it really was a decrease. But then now that hopefully things are getting better and people are out more in the community, I think that people are evaluating what's important in life and are realizing that they want to give back more. So now we are seeing kind of more of an increase of a variety of people saying, hey, this is something I could do and give back. And I I think if that's one good thing that came out of the virus is people just reevaluating the value of what's important in their life and mm-hmm. wanting to give back to their community. So that's a, that's on the plus side. Right. Cree, the first time that you and your little met, was it on Zoom, in person, or what? And talk about the first time both of you met, where, and under what circumstances and everything. Yeah, I was touring Europe at the time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, um, it, this was pre-COVID when um, we first met. Actually, it was, uh, I was, um, I think it was the ending of the interv- interviewing process. And I remember Eric came in with uh, Grandma and Che, and there was another person too, I don't know. Was that your sister? Or I think it was only just us three. Really? Yeah. I, I remember. I do remember another. <laughs> it was a girl. That was. A you sure that wasn't Brittany? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I don't know who's in those interviews anymore. But it was it was awesome because um, we uh they they um, had us go outside. There was there's a little bench outside. This was in in, in Gallup. In or Gallup, yes, mm-hmm. at the at the big brothers and big sisters um, place. Our headquarters, or whatever you want to yeah, call it. Our office, yeah. headquarters. Office. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're so fancy. <laughs> so we were outside, and um, I just found I found out uh, more good things about him. For one, he was a gamer. Um, he liked to play games, like video games. Um, it's kind of like it was. I like playing video games, but uh, you're you, we're talking about the '90s. We're talking about like <laughs> Nintendo. We're talking about. <laughs> We're talking about like Game Gear, uh, Super Nintendo, just like the old school stuff. But you know, nowadays the the kids are into like way like advanced stuff. Um, it just kind of goes over my head and is like, I don't, uh, you know, it's my brain that can't comprehend the gamings that they do nowadays. Um, they do for one, they can um, interact online, like they can play. Someone could be in India, someone could be in New Mexico, someone could be in Seattle, and they would all just game. Um, it's a pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty awesome if you think about it. Right. So the first time both of you met was in person, and it was in Gallup, and you were by yourself, and he was with a couple of family members yes. and so forth. Sarah, are there ever instances where people just don't hit it off? I mean, there's just not a, I don't know, chemistry <laughs> when somebody meets. Yeah. I mean, how do you get through that? How do you, you know, get the square square B and C? if the personalities don't mesh. You know what I mean? Yeah, so fortunately that didn't happen with these guys, but uh, we have had that very rarely. We've had that once or twice happen, but what we always try to tell, our program staff tells the mentors and the kids and the families is that we're going to do an introductory meeting. That's called our match meeting. They meet at our office typically, or if they can't come to office at someone's home, and they meet the family or the guardian and then the mentor. At that time, at any point during the interview while they're talking, if they just don't feel like it's a good fit, we ask them to tell us so that we don't match them. It's worth if you know three months down the road they're matched and then they say oh this isn't working it's better just at that moment to say this isn't working right, like, I'm not I'm not feeling this or something yeah right. and unfortunately we've had that it's usually not on the mentor side the time we had that happen it was a it was a child it was a young person that just for whatever reason I don't know if they just didn't have a good fit with the mentor and they 
they'd refuse to be matched. And, you know, we're not going to force someone to be matched with a mentor. Everyone has to be a willing participant. Right. So is there an age limit on, you know, how old must a mentor be minimum age to participate? And the same for the bigs and littles. Um, How old was a little brother or a little sister be to participate in the program? We serve kids ages 6 through 18, and then we serve, the mentors can be any age over 18. So we do have a high school program where high school students mentor, but that's specifically in our school system. Um, it's kind of a separate school site program. But in the community program, which is what these guys are in, um, you have to be at least 18. But we've had mentors all the way up into their 70s. You said community versus high school, so there are different kinds of programs that people can get into or no? There's a community program, which is what these guys are talking about, where they hang out in the community, they go hiking, or they drive around. In the school program, it can be adult mentors or high school mentors, but they're only allowed to hang out on school grounds. How long are they allowed to actually be a part of all this? I mean, how long is a mentor allowed to be in it? Forever. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> we hope you we guys stay forever. With, yeah, we hope you guys stay with us forever. No, I mean, really, once they grow, once... Um, so it makes me sad thinking about Deanna because she just turned 17. So, I mean, our, really our, true <laughs> <laughs> our true hope is that the match stays friends for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But they graduate out of our program and our, I guess you could say, responsibility when they're 18 or they graduate high school. Yeah. So we now, have is that a formal process? I mean, do you go through like a, not a graduation, but are they presented with a certificate and whatever? <laughs> We have a closure match where they meet together and have kind of an ending match and talk about their plans for the future. Um, but we have had a match that was matched for over 10 years, and the, the little graduated high school, he now graduated college, and the mentor's still in his life. So even though we're not actively a part of their lives anymore, they stayed uh, connected because they were together for 10 years. Right. And this is a double-edged question. Sarah, you first. What are participants allowed to do and what are they not allowed to do and must they check in with you or someone else before they decide to do something i mean if they want to go to you know the movies or (laughs) a concert or something can they just go i mean even if it's a concert say uh you know a rap concert must they check in with you what can they do what can't they do and are there restrictions on what they can't and cannot do with respect to, say, concerts and Mm -hmm. things like that. Yeah, so, I know we should test these guys and see if they know all the rules. Just kidding. I won't do that to you. I know. No, just kidding. Um, Yeah, there are some guidelines. So, one of the biggest guidelines that a lot of people don't know, and this is actually came down from our national office a couple of years ago. We used to do overnights. We used to allow overnights. Due to some safety policies on the national level, um, they no longer allow an overnight visit unless they were grandfathered in from years ba- past. Most of our matches are newer, so they, they're not allowed to do an overnight visit at anyone's house. So that's one of the big rules. That's just a safety. Um, some of our rules get, come down from national, on a national level. Um, you know, we don't encourage any kind of dangerous thing like um, teaching someone to hijack a car or, right. you know, jumping out of airplanes. But are, are there some concerts, taking concerts as an example, in which are just off limits? 
Um, we don't have a specific concert role, I'll be honest with you. Um, that's why I didn't really answer your specific concert question. I mean, we, our program staff do have to check in. They do case management with our matches and our families twice a month to check in on any safety concerns. But we would... Right. Yeah, so we don't so just there's like, oversight, periodic oversight, and so forth. Yeah, several times throughout the month, we encourage, of course, always for the matches to let us know and let our program staff know. So if Cree's going to take Eric to like, you know, a crazy concert, one, the parent or the guardian has to be approving of that. But we would probably advise, you know, depending on what it was, say, hey, I don't know if this is the best fit for this this outing kind of thing. Right. Yeah, Nicole. Has it, ever, <laughs> has it ever come up where you're hesitant to go somewhere or something like that because of, you know, it might not be acceptable to somebody and so forth? I mean, have you all talked, have the two of you talked about, oh, I really want to go there and you're basically saying, no, we're not going to go there. Has it, a situation like that ever <laughs> arisen? Um... No, I don't think so. But like, you know, there are days where it's like, oh, let's go to the Grand Canyon or something. But it's like, you know, it's like, oh, it's too late in the day, you know. And so then that we like push it off. But nothing. Yeah. Nothing like everything, that, though. Everything else we just yeah. Everything else we eat coffee spontaneously. Coffee yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like, you know, I just want to touch base. I feel like this match, I know it sounds so simple and people out there, might, if they're listening, I think this is key to a match though because I think a lot of people think, I don't want to volunteer because I don't know what to do with my little and I don't have exactly. any exciting things. Yeah, but that, it's simple. That's, that's what I was scared of. Like, oh, what if she doesn't like me, like, you right. know? You'll, you'll never mesh. You'll never yeah. have shared interest and so yeah. forth. And what if she doesn't like me? I mean, exactly. you were thinking that. Exactly. That's, that's what... You know, I came in with, and I was like, you know, what if, what are we going to do? You know, like, <laughs> it's Gal, there's not a lot to do. But then, you know, we eventually found stuff to do, and it's been great. Deanna, have, have situations like that ever come up where, you know, it's just hard trying to figure out what to do and what not to do and so forth? Well, normally I come up with all the ideas, <laughs> and some of them get shut down because it's too late in the day. <laughs> yeah. But... Other than that, yeah, we just we're just two casual gals eating coffee at coffee shop. Yep. Or boba. Or boba. Or boba. Or boba. Eric, has that situation ever come up where you don't know what to do and is it gonna be mutually agreed upon and so forth? Oh yeah, happened many times. <laughs> I mean what, I, what what what's an example? That well at first we didn't really know what to do. And then, well, we, we went to the bowling alley? Was that it? Yeah, that was the first. Yeah, I think we went to the bowling alley, and after that, we did it for the next few weeks. <laughs> and then, like, after a month, we decided to do something different, and it took us, like, 30 minutes to decide on something. <laughs> us at the movies. <laughs> Cree, is it ever, is it a lot of indecision every now and then, or... Do you all pretty much agree on everything or you talk about it or what? Well, um, I think uh, how I look at it is you, you want to hang out with your little brother. You know, you don't want to put too much cost on it. You know, I think the cost is just, just being there with him. The cost is just the, the mutual relationship. Um, the cost, you know, I, I'd rather do things and not pay for anything because... Uh, you know, if you feel like 
you feel obligated when you have to pay for something or you know that's what i want to let the viewers or like whoever's listening know too as well is that you don't have to buy a whole lot of things and and you know spend so much money to hang out with your little you can do a lot of things for free you know you can go to library you can go to you know like when hiking <laughs> hiking's good <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, for, Inexpensive, right? Yeah, and it's just like, uh, for, for example, you know, we were at Camille's just um, hanging out, um, and then um, there was uh, one thing that uh, Eric introduced me to is like memes. It was like uh, Thomas the Train memes. <laughs> <laughs> that was some fun. That was some fun stuff. But uh, it was pretty cool because you know we were doing stuff that was you know already free, something that we you know we didn't have to pay to do. Um, uh, but I think the payment is just hanging out with your little, um, and and in re- the end result, uh, that's that's the investment there is that you're there for your little brother. Right, Sarah, is this strictly a volunteer effort on everyone's part, or is there compensation? And when they do come up with situations like that, okay, who's going to pay for this? Or, well, that's five hundred dollars. I don't know about that. What happens in situations like that? Are they reimbursed? Is it strictly volunteer, or is there compensation somewhere along the line? There's not compensation. All of our mentors are strictly volunteer, but like Chris said, we really encourage low-cost activities that really don't cost a lot of money. Um, we also do try to provide gift cards here and there to help you know, the mentors of the kids. Um, we also, we need, we need to revisit this, but we actually work with businesses that provide discounts. Like Camille's is supposed to provide a discount. I don't even know if you guys knew that, but, um, and really generous business. Camille's is a great example of, of support. And we have many businesses that do that where they'll give like a buy one, get one half off or a discount to our mentors. They just have to show their ID card. So we do try to provide different like discounts such as that in the community but yeah no one the mentors don't get paid they don't get reimbursed like i said we try to encourage low-cost activities that they can do together in the community right so let's say if one of one or both of these groups want to go to um japan next month well they won't be able to go to japan because there's no overnight visits remember right (laughs) for a faraway visit they have to check in with you first or go through a screening process what well there's no overnight visits like i said so you, they cannot they wouldn't be able to do something like that so right. there would be limited costs involved um yeah i mean i think when like the girls talk about going on a day trip they don't have to check in with us as long as you know the parent mm-hmm. or guardian is okay but i mean we're talking like you know if you can go to albuquerque and get back in the same day that's fine but because we have a no overnight policy that makes traveling long distances pretty difficult to do. So therefore we have until midnight to 12 in the morning. <laughs> right. oh we don't encourage that either. But <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we've never done that. Right. <laughs> don't worry. We haven't done that yet. Nicole, yet. do you feel... <laughs> oh my god, I was like, no. Never. <laughs> do you feel that your experience as a student at NAU in Flagstaff is that advantageous in a relationship or no? Well, in other words, um... She's probably a junior or senior in high school. Yes. So maybe that's helpful from the standpoint that, you know, you're in college and and so forth. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what I want to do. You know, I. (laughs) It's be a role model. Exactly. Exactly. Being a role model is kind of the main reason I volunteer in the first place. Um, So that's what I've been trying to do. Deanna's 
um, focusing on school and like what her next plans are. And we talk about that from time to time. And I think it's, she's, <laughs> we're getting somewhere, you right. know, from, from where we started to where we are now. And right. she's doing a lot better in school. And yeah. So I you do have disagreements every now and then. Yes. <laughs> okay. But, you know, she's my sister. I'm not going to be mad at her. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cree? You can't be mad at me. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cree disagreements every now and then or? Um, no, actually. It's <laughs> been it's been cool. It's been a wild ride, but but the thing about that, uh, well, uh, on an, like I want to go a little bit off the subject for, real quick. Um, when she said um, discounts, we did get discounts with bowling. Um, that was really cool that they uh, they we just um, let them know that we were with big brothers and big sisters and they did give us discounts on that so that was a plus and then on the every time i hang out with eric i do um, check in with um his grandma emma and um um, for example like with this little short film that we're shooting uh i had to do what's the name can we say the name of the film uh sierra oscar sierra sos Mm -hmm. um so we went um, scouting. Um, we were um, scouting locations. It took us about half a day to do this. Uh, we were on the res, uh, driving around. I was taking snapshots of where potential potential filming is going to be done. Um, we went all around. Uh, well, the reservations, like the borderline of Gallup, um, inside Gallup as well too. And we let Emma we let Emma know what we were going to do. And I was Eric was away from his house for about half a day, um, so she didn't know where. We were we were at, and we did check in with her, give her give her a text, and saying that we're we're in town now, that we're going to be coming home in like an, an hour or so. So, so you maintain you make sure uh, communication. Is yes, communication is key, especially with with um, with being a volunteer. I feel like a, it's it's really great to be uh, on the same page as um, you know who I'm who I'm going to be um, communicating with, whether it's Sarah, Brittany or Crystal, or Emma. Uh, communication is key. we got Saturday and New Year's and so forth. Anything special planned? I mean, anything out of the ordinary planned that you're going to do? Um, well, as far as uh, two Christmas do? Eve, uh, Emma did invite um, my wife and I to go to their house and have like a little, like, um, I think she said cocoa and some cookies and Maybe sing some Christmas carols, but I thought that was pretty cool to get invited like that. And Sarah, I know you said there was an informal gathering in Gallup for the organization about a week or so ago. Yeah, I just love so much that you guys are going to go have cocoa and stuff. That's so awesome. I love that. Um, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, we did. We had a holiday party that Springhouse Suites Marriott um, sponsored for us and we invite the families and the mentors and the kids and give out some gifts and had some s'mores and we try to do that every holiday. Um, we didn't have it last year because of COVID, but we were able to have it this year. So, And it was really nice to see everyone together and just having so much fun and um, bigs, yeah. and, bigs and littles together yeah. and so forth. Yeah, bigs and littles and family members. Nicole, anything special planned? <laughs> Christmas, New Year's, um, and so forth? Well, last year, we built this gingerbread house, 
and right when we picked it up after it was finished it collapsed and <laughs> we were we, wow. we had to redeem ourselves this year so we did at the spring hill and it was, it awesome. was awesome yeah even though we had to use cupcake frosting in the beginning because <laughs> we couldn't find actual frosting yeah, yeah. i gotta ask it. how did it break apart i mean how well, <laughs> it just yeah diana how did it break apart yeah. <laughs> she dropped it right. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped it <laughs> by, by yes. accident of course yes. Yes. <laughs> you know i gotta tell you um right when i got home <laughs> oh no like, she right probably dropped I, it again <laughs> right when i got inside oh my <laughs> Amelia's fell. No. So it was oh. better this year. Did yes. This year at the... Yes. Uh, right. Okay. It looked more like a barn, but... It, it, We're going to make you guys eat the candy first next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes. So it, it sounds like everyone's happy. It sounds like it's a good program, Sarah, and that um, people have good experiences and so forth. Sarah, what, what do you think is the biggest advantage for people, bigs and littles, who participate, the biggest advantage. I mean, what are, what do what are people getting out of this? You think you were a big sister at one time? Is that right? Yeah. So I was a big sister for six years to a little girl um, who's not little anymore, and then I was a, a big sister years later to another little girl who actually I just got to see my second little Jayla about a couple of weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving, and she was back in town. I got to hang out with her for about four hours, and it was awesome. I'm not officially matched with her anymore because um, she moved, but both my littles moved. So I have a total of about eight years being with two different littles. And I think the biggest thing that people get out of it is that when you're looking to volunteer, there's so many ways to volunteer, but this is an actual investment in a person's life. So you're giving back to somebody who's going to grow up and be a member of this community. And it's a young person. It, it's a human being. So this isn't just, you know, picking up, you know, uh, trash on the side of the road, which is also a good thing to do. But this yeah. is like a, an investment in a person. I think because like I used to, Nicole, well, I still yeah. do sometimes mm -hmm. volunteer at the nursing homes here and also in Flagstaff, you know, and that's a whole nother population, you know, like a whole different way you interact, speak to them. So I feel like coming here with Deanna, obviously her being a younger person has been great. Yeah. And, and what do you get from that? You mentioned nursing a nursing home in Flagstaff and so forth. What do you get from that kind of relationship? What do you get from giving your time, volunteerism and so forth? What are you getting from that? Because you don't have to do it. Yeah. I, Why do you do it and what are you really getting from it? And can you measure what you get from it? You know <laughs> I don't think you can measure that feeling you get of giving back to a person's life. But you know, I love sitting there with old people and talk about, you know, their history, like what they did, you know. So that's what I like to do, just sit there and have them, if they need to talk to me, if they need someone to talk to, I can sit there and listen all day if they wanted to. But, yeah, you, I don't think you can measure the joy you get from mm -hmm. giving back to someone. Right. Cree, what are you getting from this? Why are you doing it in the first place? You've got to be getting some kind of satisfaction from this. What is it? Well, it, like I said, it all goes back to paying it forward. Um, there's, it's just something that I always wanted when I was a kid, um, someone to be there for me, to encourage me. Um, I had an older sister and older brother. Um, I mean, they're still around, but um, my, my actually my older brother is just a year older than me, so it was just like he wasn't really considered an older brother <laughs> we just felt like we were the same age you know people thought we were twins because we were just a year apart right um 
And then my older sister, she was, uh, so, the, you know, we're going to have to define the 80s right here. So the 80s, she was more into, like, uh, the big hair, Bon Jovi. <laughs> so she was more into, like, rock, rock and hair metal stuff. And so she was doing her own thing right. at the time. So the advantage for you is what? My the advantage for me is um, just just um, encouraging them to be the potential that they want to be. You know, because if uh, I see the potential in Eric, uh, he's he's he can do anything that he wants. Um, I know that we've um, you know capitalized on filmmaking and his gaming, but um, there's just so much more that he's you know he's willing to do you know god willing he, he he can do anything he wants but uh he just needs that push and encouragement and i feels like if i can give him that push and encouragement and if i can give him that that um good step forward then you know i feel like i've done my job right eric what grade are you in and at what school uh i'm in ninth grade at rehoboth christian where i'm in ninth grade at rehoboth christian there have been highlights so far for you in the relationship with your big brother. There have been highlights, right? Yes. Lowlights also? I think the lowlights has to be the COVID deal. Um, right. Because because of the fact that, you know, we can't hang out like we used to. Um, and do things freely. Yes. And, go, and go, it, go, it, go, everything go. has to be restricted. Everything has to be like... Um, you can't do this. You can't do that. You got to wear your mask here. You got to, you know, you have to be cautious of around people or big crowds. Um, yeah, I think it also like for me, like being a nursing student, like working, you know, I've seen all of it firsthand from when it first started until now. So I think me personally, like working with COVID patients has also been on the back of my mind, you know, when I hang out with Deanna or when I go to her house or whatever. And just being cautious about that and like when i go to events or you know just going about that's what that's in the back of my head and sometimes i get scared but you know i take precautions and everything else yeah perfect example um eric and i were hanging out we're driving we're driving around (laughs) 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 we were actually actually getting hungry and we're like hey let's get some pizza what do you want pizza so he was like um pizza nine at the mall so we take a cruise that way and it was like it was a Saturday, and it was just so many cars. Yeah, it was packed, and we're like, and we're like, oh man, we don't. I don't think we should go in there because there's too many people. And yeah. Emma always capitalizes on that too. Is like, you know, don't take them to crowded areas. And I, I respect that. I respect that of her. And I know there's some rules and to go by as far as makes sense out. these days. I mean, with the coronavirus yeah. and so forth. So it was like he wanted to get something in in the mall as well too. He wanted to go pick up something and he's like you know I, I i'll get it later so there's so many people so i think those are the lows of yeah. doing this because yeah. like there's just so many restrictions and it's just like we so at sometimes you know you're not free to do what you want and you're just kind of like you have to play by the rules on, to, on the safe side just to be safe right yeah that's a good point sarah has that the consensus of others yeah no in i the think program also yeah, I think Korean and Nicole really hit on the head. That is that, that is a really good point. Yeah, having, I mean, of course we want to be safe, but we have to follow certain guidelines. And, and that just makes it challenging because, you know, one of the things that you guys can't see when we're on radio is that these matches really get along so well. And even though it sounds like, oh, they just drive around or they go eat, they just have so much fun together. And I, I can tell there seems to be 
or has to be a lot of trust yes. between two people. And it takes time to, to build. A, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Final Absolutely. final words. Deanna. <laughs> your final words of being in the program. Would you recommend it to others? And so forth. Yes, I would definitely recommend this program. It's great. It's an awesome experience and good and i'm probably gonna be leaving soon <laughs> right sad but it's been a great experience like really it's like helped me get out of my shallow lock i was really shy i didn't talk too much and i don't really talk to people at all so yeah it's been great it seems like nicole is a very good role model and someone you can talk to about different subjects and so forth. Yes, she is. Especially maybe help with schoolwork and homework and things like that. Yes, she is. She's very helpful. <laughs> Nicole, final words. <clears throat> would I recommend it? Okay. Yes, I would recommend volunteering, whether it's with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, or anything else. But... If you're thinking about it, do it. You know, do, yes, you're going to be scared. Yes, there, you know, there's doubts, but go for it, and it's going to be great. Right. Hmm. Eric, well, final words. I, I, I would recommend it to other people because um, to, like, people who don't have any friends, and this program would be really good for you because it, it would, like, also have you learn how to like to build up trust and friendship mm -hmm. and that's where you can like make more friends at school and stuff like that right mm. Kree yes I do recommend it um, honestly when I first met Eric he was um, he was a really small he was a little, lot shorter than me he's about almost taller than me um, but he was at one point really shy and he uh, was quiet and because we started hanging out and me encouraging him, vice versa, him encouraging me, uh, that trust was uh, developed and that, you know, that was developed into him being more outspoken and more outgoing. And I I truly believe it's because of this program. I truly believe it's because, you know, being there, being a mentor for Eric has brought him to another level of him being a better person. Maybe more confident for both. Yes. And for both the, the littles, more confident, mm -hmm. um, comfortable in front of people, and so forth. <laughs> and on a side note, um, mm -hmm. when before COVID started, I uh, I told my barber I can't go <laughs> to get a haircut, so I've been growing my hair since COVID. <laughs> <laughs> looks healthy. It looks healthy. <laughs> it was like, what's going on, Fabio? That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, yeah, your your hair is pretty long. This is not uh, a Big Brothers Big Sisters right, challenge, okay. by the way. <laughs> You're doing that on your own volition. Yeah, that's his own <laughs> right. thing. Your He's got going okay. yeah, It's my own thing. Okay, Sarah, final words. Uh, I would just say, you know, first of all, I'm so proud of these guys. I so appreciate you all coming today for the interview. Um, Deanna and Eric, I'm really proud of you guys. And this program would not be possible without the mentors that volunteer their time 
and really give back and without the businesses and donors who support us financially. So a huge shout out, you know, I know it's cliche to say it takes a community, it takes a village to raise a child, but in our case, that's really true. A whole community comes together to help support our youth and that means everything. And I would not have stayed with this program this long if I didn't believe in it and believe in its core values. So if this is something that you're thinking about or you know someone that would be a great mentor, Please call us. Also, we didn't give our number, but the number to the office is 505-726-4285. And we are located at 100 East Aztec Avenue, downtown Gallup, right across from Pinnacle Bank. Yep. Okay. This is Gallup Public Radio, KGLP. I'm Bernie Dodson. This is Gallup News. We've been speaking with participants from Gallup's Big Brothers, Big Sisters organization. Sarah Piano, thank you, and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to everyone.